Welcome back to Film Posers, for Boricuas, ranting, raving, and reviewing cinema. Today, we'll be talking about our Oscar predictions becoming a reality. We're going to be reacting and celebrating what was a night of history. And your moderator... I love that. I love that. Our moderator today will be Gabriella. Take it away. Ah, hello. So I haven't been this happy with the Oscars since Guillermo del Toro won back in 2018. So that says a lot. So we're just going to go by the categories. Who won? See if we got it right. And we'll, of course, be talking about all the history that was made in the Oscars. And we're just going to have fun because the award season is over and all of it is behind us and we can breathe again. So, we're going to be starting with the first award that was presented in the night, and that was Actor in a Supporting Role, which went to Brad Pitt. And that category was locked. It wasn't a surprise that he ended up winning, so, yeah. Any thoughts? Well, he made history. He's now the third person to win an Oscar for acting and producing with Michael Douglas and George Clooney. But it was pretty locked. But I'm kind of surprised that he did not wear his jeans to accept the Oscars. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am not surprised that he made a joke about him being single, honestly. <laughs> I think that his that's his brand now. Yep. Yep. But congratulations, Brad. Yeah, you earned it. Congratulations. You... Yeah. It's driving. And he did a good job. I, I liked his performance. So I really he was one of my favorite playing. parts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was probably one of the best parts of the movie. If you, if you manage to outshine Leonardo DiCaprio in his own film, then yeah. Also, but the chemistry between them. Yeah, was yeah. Really yeah so they like, worked really well that. together. Their chemistry Josie, was the best part. Josie, Leonardo DiCaprio has been outshined before. Does the bear. no one the one exactly I was gonna say the, the bear, bear. <laughs> the bear. Winnie the Pooh all grown up. Oh my god. <laughs> he got really mad at Leo. No. Paddington can take him down. Okay? <laughs> hey, you know that is a grudge match. Paddington wouldn't fight him. Paddington would hug him. Paddington is a peaceful bear. No, Paddington He'll would be his manager. Marmalade, okay. <laughs> okay, so the next category we, ha- we have is animated feature film in which Toy Story 4 won. Now, I have predicted Klaus and Toy Story 4 winning actually made me angry and I broke my ballot. <laughs> and then I had to staple it back together because, yeah. So, <laughs> thoughts? I wasn't surprised. I... Surprised. It was my pick. Thank you. It, like, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I felt like wasn't... I felt a disturbance in the force the night before, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> Toy Story's gonna win, isn't it?" <laughs> it's, it's Toy Story. It's the nostalgia mm-hmm. factor in it. Everybody loves it. There's no complaint. Like with the yeah. Franchise. So here's the thing about Toy Story. Toy Story is basically everything animation should be, regardless of which one you're seeing. You'll always think about the first one and how innovative it was, and mm-hmm. literally. Everything that animation should be is Toy Story. It's fun. It's wholesome. It um, creates wonder in the viewer while still creating a certain reality. And it's just like, well, I get it. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I get why I won. But it just, since it wasn't the best in the franchise, I just thought that maybe they, they would choose to go with something original. So... I don't know. That's why part of me thought it wouldn't win. I'm upset because that was my original choice, but everyone in the group chat kept saying Klaus, and I'm like, all right, I'll switch to Klaus because I want to be right at least once. Yes, blame us. And then, <laughs> and then. You should have stuck with your God, Juan. I know because then I mentioned my conspiracy theory in our predictions episode how Disney wasn't going to walk away two years in a row with no Oscars. So I predicted. That it was gonna take something, mm-hmm. and it did. Yeah. On the so one was influenced by the poster. Yeah. <laughs> Peer on pressure. the bright side, on the bright side, 
it made history for Pixar, and Pixar now has more awards in that category than all the other studios combined, with the record number 10. Good for Disney for getting more money. Yeah, it's always a competition between Disney and Pixar. Yeah. And Pixar is just like, nope, I'm just ahead. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think they bought them? Of course. Money. And And Oscars. Well, hopefully next year something original wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, maybe, yeah. In the name of Spider-Verse. Amen. <laughs> Spider-Verse 2 wins the Oscar. <laughs> I, I will never forget how I had a friend that said that Incredibles 2 was more deserving to win than Spider-Verse. And my, inst- my instinct was to, like, scream at him. Mate, I'll take off my earrings right now. And I was like, excuse me, have you seen Spider-Verse? No. Then why the fuck are you talking? Spider-Verse is the most superior movie ever. Exactly. Not even animated film, like, superior in every form. It's its own category. Yeah. It's art. Mm -hmm. It's art. So, moving on to animated short film. Yay! The winner was Hair Love, and that was what we all had predicted and it won and it was the best moment ever i am so happy that this short won and i actually saw it again this morning because it's beautiful and it's an important message and yes all just pure joy that i feel thoughts i use hair love to teach formatting classes and story structure so i'm happy it won yes i'm so happy yeah I was pretty happy about it. It's a, it's a conversation that needs to be talked about, and also representation yeah. matters. So it's good that the academy at least did something right. Yeah. I agree. That night. Yeah. I agree. So, moving on, the next category was original screenplay, and I just want to give a shout out to my mother, who was <laughs> sitting next to me during this, this category. And she was scared for me because of my reaction. So I had predicted that it was going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even though I didn't want it to win, I predicted, I predicted it because it's Tarantino. There's history there with Tarantino always winning that award at the Oscars. So I thought, why not give it to him again? But Parasite ended up winning. And that moment was when I realized that Parasite was going to be making history by it winning original screenplay over Tarantino. So yeah, shout out to my mother who just sat there in disbelief as I screamed. Enjoy. Yeah, that was the ultimate yeah. moment. After that, yeah. we knew. We Yeah. And I was like, we oh knew. my god, was my recklessness not in vain? Same. <laughs> Josie and I were like, our recklessness, we're about to win. Yeah. yeah, I like. I apologize. I should have never doubted him. But I apologize. I was Paul. too cynical. One, last, we're, last we're top tier film posters. We are. <laughs> Our beehive stand card is safe. Yeah. Yes. So basically, it's the first time since 2002, right, that Pedro Almodovar won for his screenplay. It was the first time since 2002 that an international, like a non-English movie won in that category. And it's the first film for South Korea to win yes. in that category. Yes. Yeah. We love that. So we love some history. We love Parasite. We love it. We love if have, Parasite. If you haven't seen Parasite, what are you doing? It's available for rental. Yeah. Or buy it on Blu-ray because yeah. you're going to love it. So might as well keep it. Yeah. I mean, say it to some people in the Academy that they, they didn't even saw the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, it, they voted for it to win. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can go home now. <laughs> okay, so moving on to adapted screenplay. So originally, I thought it was going to be Little Woman, but I ended up predicting Jojo Rabbit, and Jojo Rabbit ended up winning, and Taika Waititi became the first ing- indigenous person to ever win an Oscar, so we love that. And we love Jojo Rabbit, so I was really happy. It had a really good script, and it just made me really happy to see Taika win. So, thoughts? Yeah. It, it was my first pick, but I'm not really liking how people are just pinning down 
like Taika and Greta yeah yeah putting them against each other yeah yeah because they both did great and they could have made history one of o sea uno al otro pero como quiera there's no need to pull someone down yeah just because I'm upset that the Academy didn't just pull the Critics' Choice Awards and like, we have two winners, Greta and Taika. I wish. Um, Greta was my pick. I'm all right that she lost to Taika. I really love Taika as a person. His script, while not my favorite, I love the first two-thirds act. I've mentioned this before. Not a fan of the last act. However, with what he was able to do, I was glad he got the award because I feel like if I had, if my pick had to lose, I wanted my second choice would have been Taika, followed by the Irishman, and I feel like that's it. That's all who I would have been great with. But still, I'm happy for Taika. He's very deserving, and he's a Leo, so obviously Leos <laughs> gotta stick together. We love that. So I'm happy for him. I, I just don't I, I don't like that people are pinning Greta and Taika against each yeah. other. Like there's no need, really. Yeah. Be happy for both of them that their films made it in some form. Yeah. So we're moving on to live action short film. I ori- the winner was a neighbor's the neighbor's window. I had originally predicted n- predicted Nefta Football Club, but I ended up changing it to The Neighbor's Window, so I got that right. Um, thoughts? I didn't see it, so I really can't say anything. I'd like to mention how I predicted this in our predictions episode and didn't change it at the last minute. Okay, I'm done. I'm glad I was right. <laughs> Stop blaming us. <laughs> so I couldn't predict any of this in the category because I didn't saw any of mm-hmm. these. But just congratulations to the Yeah, we're Ooh. happy. We're happy for yeah. that. So the next category is costume design. And I predicted Little Women. And that was what I ended up winning. And it made me very happy. So thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was extremely happy to see it get something. Yes, yeah, indeed. Honestly, again, it was going to be between Jojo Rabbit or Little Women because both yeah. of like the best costumes out of that entire category from were from those two films. Yeah, yeah, but I agree. I wanted Little Women to win, and I'm glad it did because at least it got something. I didn't think it was going to get screenplay. It definitely wasn't going to get best picture. At least it got costumes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, hey, he's back. He's back. He's, back. <laughs> he's our Oscars guest. He he sat through the Oscars. He did. Um, what a good boy. He he was Brad Pitt's dog to me, being Brad Pitt. Brandy. Brand. Oh. He was my Brandy in this case. Yeah. And I I'm happy for Little Women that I got something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so him. sorry for my dog. Okay. No, I predicted Little Woman, but um, the opposite. I said it was like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So for I the jeans, we know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if Once Upon a Time would have won in this. I mean, yeah, so, same. But I'm happy that Little Woman won. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to production design. My prediction was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that was what ended up winning. And I really liked the production design in that movie, so I re- I'm not mad. So, yeah. thoughts? This is one of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is right <laughs> for yeah. me. So, I was pretty happy that I won. You know, how they recreated an era really well. Yeah. So, it deserved it. It deserved it, I guess. It was my second choice. I, I just really loved what they did in Parasite so Obviously. much. So I was I was Obviously. just so hopeful that the Academy would just give it a clean sweep. That yeah. would have been amazing. Yeah. For a second but, I thought Parasite might win it, but then it yeah. didn't. But yeah. I mean I'm not that upset that it, oh, once upon a time in Hollywood took it, only for the same reason I said it it recreated old Hollywood so yeah. Perfect. It looks so vivid. It looks so perfect. Really it looks like it was actually it. there. Yeah. I, it, that's one of the awards that I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll spare it. Yeah. If I had to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't want Tortellini to get an award, but at least this one was the one that was accepted by two women, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. You predicted 1917, or did you predict Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? 1917. I wasn't going to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Plus, 1917's <laughs> production design was oh really good. God. Yeah, it was. Okay. So, moving on to documentary feature. The winner was, well, I predicted, originally I had predicted for Sama, but then I ended up changing it to American Factory after it won at the Independent Spirit Awards. Mm -hmm. So, and it ended up winning the Oscar. So, I haven't seen it, I so I really can't say, but congratulations to everyone who worked on that film. And yeah, thoughts? Yeah, yeah I also predicted um, for Sama, because that was like the only one from the category that I saw. But now that American Factory won, I think I have to check it out now. <laughs> yeah, I changed it in the end because, like, after the episode, because I was thinking about the fact that I'm like, you know what? I actually met, met the people that made this film, so let me just put some good vibes into the universe. Not Michelle Obama <laughs> nor Barack Obama, I wish. <laughs> but <laughs> um, some of the people... Okay. <laughs> But other than that, yeah, putting those good vibes into the universe. We love that. Manifesting. Yes. I had it predicted since the predictions episode. I'm just glad I got another one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and I'm glad Forsama got on the ball. I'm pretty sure that was like the second place. If there was a yeah. second place, that it was really close mm -hmm. between those two. I think that it was just really close votes wise. Yeah, definitely. But still. Of if you're interested in any of in either of those, you should check them out or check them both out. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. although the two of them are available on Netflix and the other one on Hulu. And for some, it's on YouTube. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So moving on to documentary short subject. I had predicted learning how to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl and that was the one that ended up winning so congratulations again because i still haven't seen it so thoughts i think this one was pretty long yeah 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 because of festival rape but please if someone has a link <laughs> send it because <laughs> i really want to yeah. watch it to quote victoria justice i think we all voted for this one <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess we're moving on. Yep, yep. Actress and a supporting role. Yeah, so this category was locked. I said, I predicted that it was going to be Laura Dern, and Laura Dern ended up winning. So, yeah, thoughts? I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got it wrong because I knew it was locked, but my ego said no. But my heart said Little Women Rights and Florence Pugh Standum Rights. So my stand card for Florence Pugh is not revoked. I'm still signing them. <laughs> but I'm glad she's an... Um, now she can say Academy Award nominee Florence Pugh. So that makes me happy. We love that. And Laura Dern seems like such a nice person. And it has been a while. And I think she is overdue. The only thing, and I still believe this. I believe this throughout all of award season. However... While her scene with Ray Liotta and Marriage Story was fantastic, probably the best scene in the movie for me, I do feel that I felt she was stronger in Little Women yeah. rather than oh, I, I Marriage Story. I so I would have, if she had to take that award, which she did, which I'm glad, I would have voted for her more for Little Women. Honestly, I still would have voted J-Lo either way, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been a great award season for Laura Dern. She finally has the Oscar. First time. Very well deserving. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to see what she does next. But if you yeah. go against JLo again as her awards campaign manager, please don't. Please, please don't. Yeah. The campaign that David Lynch did, it totally worked. <laughs> totally. <guys. laughs> okay. So we're moving on mm -hmm. to sound editing. So originally I had predicted that it was going to be 1917, but something in me said that no, 
that it was going to be Ford versus Ferrari, so I ended up changing it. I to wonder Ford who it was. <laughs> and yeah, it ended up winning. So yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm so glad for Charlie XCX for her song "Vroom Vroom" that she made it to the Oscars. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh listen, listen. That for two and a half hours was more dessert was more worth seeing and listening to than Ford versus Ferrari. I didn't really like it. It's not for me. It's not a bad movie. It's just, it's way too damn long. And I read the story before it. I already knew what was going on. I'm just like, hurry the fuck up. You're a race car movie. You're not supposed to be slow. <laughs> but I could give it this award. I'm I'm all right with giving it this award. The the cars did sound real. But, you know, I'm, I found it funny because I saw a tweet that basically said they gave Ford versus Ferrari an Oscar for making the cars go vroom vroom. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And usually this category yeah. is like, it's the same winner in both cases for editing and mixing, but they split it yeah. this year. Yeah. So that's a nice transition into sound mixing. And that one I predicted 1917 and I stayed on the 1917 boat and it ended up winning. So, yeah, they split it this year, as one said. I put um, Ford versus Ferrari in the both categories. Of course, the first one I predicted it, but the second one, it was like 1917. Yeah. So, <laughs> a total changer. Because usually it's like sound mixing, sound editing. Oh, you went yeah. both, but. It was very surprising when Ford versus Ferrari won. And the mm-hmm. person was like, oh, great, I'm going to lose another one. But <laughs> then I ended up winning sound mixing. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, moving on to film editing. I had predicted Ford versus Ferrari, and that is what ended up winning. So, thoughts? Yeah, I also predicted um, Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> I think I had Parasite. Did I? I mean, Parasite I... deserved it. Oh, it yeah. Did. Obviously, yeah. it did. It really did. Who did I have? Who did I have? Who did I have? Well, that was it. I, no, I think you said Irishman. Right. No, I gave it to Thelma. I did. Oh, yeah. I gave it to you, Thelma. You wanted Thelma. Parasite was my second one, yes, because I yeah. wanted Thelma to make history. And yeah, um, the Oscars didn't let a woman make history. Surprise. Um... I'm so sorry, Thelma, sweetie. You deserve better. Parasite, I thought your editing was my second choice. You were first in my heart. Yeah. And But Ford versus Ferrari, uh, after seeing it, you know, I One. understand. I understand they why they gave vroom, it to vroom. them. Exactly. They went vroom, vroom. Exactly. Vroom. I, <laughs> that's, I think, the only reason they gave it to them, because I, I saw the movie. I think the editing was all right. I can see why they gave it to him because they did go vroom vroom, but you know, there were more deserving options that like Thelma or Parasite. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have taken this over Joker any day, any day, any day, any day. Yeah, we're just happy that Joker lost. We'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. So, any anyone want to say anything else, or do we move on? We can move on. We predicted this category. Yeah. Most part. So. The next category we have is cinematography. I predicted 1917, Roger Deakins, and it was pretty locked, so that was what ended up happening, 1917 won cinematography, and in my opinion, it was very well-deserved because it's probably the best thing about the movie. And yeah, thoughts? I am pretty happy that this one, because of course, Roger Deakins is... Yeah, it's a cinematic achievement to make a, a film that looks like a one shot. Yeah. So, congrats. It was yeah. pretty locked. It, let's be fair, yeah. it was pretty locked. Um, but I want my heart loved that the lighthouse made it. It got yeah. some rights from the academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this was pretty locked for 1917. I still haven't seen it, so I'm like, I'll get to it. It's really good. I just wanted Portrait of a Lady on Fire, but we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's Francis' fault, Josie. It's not ours. I know exactly. But remember, it the made French. it to the it, it made it to the Film Poser Awards. It's what matters. 
<laughs> made in knowing and Kone, so because the film poster awards also did portrait dirty <laughs> but it you. was nominated <laughs> for something can the oscars say the same no exactly because it wasn't even submitted to be fair most of the people in the united states haven't seen it because it comes out when this weekend in your local theaters check out your showtimes online <laughs> we love a good plug Great oh promo. my god <laughs> okay so moving on to the next category which is visual effects so i predicted 1917 and that is when i ended up winning so locked thoughts? it was locked yeah it yeah. was locked. Yeah, it was locked. I yeah. thought Disney was going to give it to Avengers or Star Wars, but I'm like, you know what? The conspiracy theory already came true. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but I predicted 1917 the day before either way. So it's like, you know what? They, only had, they only had one get out of jail free card and they used it on <laughs> Toy Story. Oh, no, that's the thing. They needed to make it. If they would have given it to, then it would have looked too suspicious. But then when they found out the phone post exposed them, it's like, shit, well, now we have to stick to one because this guy's on to us. which is exactly what happened but you know Avengers Endgame it's the end of that that 10 year journey I do feel it kind of should have gotten the visual effects but you know what I'm not mad 1917 got it because I was right (laughs) okay so moving on to makeup and hairstyling another category that was locked I said I predicted bombshell, and that was what ended up winning. So yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it was pretty locked. Even though I have problems with uh, the movie per se, I think one of my favorite things was the hair and makeup in this movie. So I, I can't complain. It was about disabling. It. <laughs> what I don't like yeah. is how some people have compared bombshell to Vice. And I'm like, hey, you it, don't do that. Exactly. You don't do that. Hey, exactly. Because Vice I, was actually good. Oh, Vice was actually good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that another day, how I didn't like it. It's another, another episode. episode you know? But I think Bombshell was the most deserving in that category, but I forgot that Maleficent was in there. I'm like, Maleficent? You're here? Yeah. I was so happy to see it got something nominated. Yeah, well, this was locked. Exactly. So we all got it right. Yeah. So the next category is international feature film. It was also locked. I I predicted Parasite, and that is what happened. It won. It made history as the first as the first Korean film to win the award and even be nominated. So, yeah. Thoughts? No, we happy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Let's give a moment yeah. of silence for Josie's portrait of a lady on fire, and <laughs> and the posers' and the chance at the farewell. Yeah. All right, well, at the academy, <sighs> okay, they're yeah. gonna move on. Yeah. So the next category is original score. I predicted Joker. And that's what ended up winning. It was a category that was also pretty locked. So this was Joker's first win of the night. How do we feel? This was the only category that Joker deserved right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I just going to leave it there. Yeah, and, I, and I really liked Hilder's speech. I was really happy I for her. I loved her speech. So, yeah. I was happy Hilder won. I wasn't happy yeah. Joker won. The- yeah, basically. That's the whole concept. <laughs> but Hilder is now the third female composer to win the award after Rachel Portman and El- for Emma and Anne Dudley for the Full Monty. But, you know, it's also 92 years, if I'm correct. 92 yeah. years and we're on a third female composer winning this? We need this. They need to mm-hmm. step it up. We need I more. Mean, we need more yeah. women to win. And you know what? The only way more women win... to be recognized exactly. and to be given the opportunities. Yes. More women and because also they are out there. Um, yeah, give them the... jobs. Exactly. Like Lulu Wong said when she won the Independent Spirit Award for the farewell. Give them the jobs. Exactly. And not only women, but also in the opening act there were jokes about how people of color weren't really nominated and women and you know, the internet said it best. I would love to get to a point where it's not just a joke anymore, where it's actually recognition for an award show because right now it's getting pretty tiring that we're just 
you know, the jokes at one point, no matter how many people tell them, we're just going to be like, okay, but when is it going to actually go into effect? Yeah. So, Academy, do something. Yeah, step it up. We dare you. the talent is there. The talent is there. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on to original song. I predicted it was going to be I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, written by Elton John. And that's what I ended up winning. So, thoughts? I'm so glad at the last minute of the predictions episode, I stayed with Elton. Elton, I'm so happy for you. I loved his performance. His hey, you said you wanted, you, you predicted. I predicted, Elton. I predicted Elton at the last minute. Just like you, I changed it, but at least I changed it the day before. So, let's calm down here. <laughs> okay. Now, as for Cynthia, I thought she did a great job with her performance. She really killed it with the vocals. She is her voice. If you've ever listened to her in the color purple from Broadway, you know her voice. You know. I loved her performance. I loved Into the Unknown's performance. I thought that was oh, really that was great. Beautiful. I beautiful. secretly still wanted to see Panic at the Disco come out at one point because I loved his rendition better. But I loved that Gina Menzel did, and I loved how it included the Frozen from around the world, the Elsa's from around the world. It was just great. Yeah. Um, I liked yeah. the Toy Story 4 good. nostalgia performance. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there is proof that showed that I predicted Elton, and I'm glad I was right. Because Elton deserved, and now Elton is just one Emmy away to become an EGOT recipient. We love that. So, I really hope Elton can get it. I'm sure he can. He just needs to produce a project that will get him into the Emmys. Come on, Emmys. Let it happen. Do what you have to do. Primetime, daytime, whichever. Just let it happen. Yes. Yeah, Rockman didn't got a lot of hype on the academy which is that i'm happy that it won at least one category yeah taron edgerton was robbed i still stand by this Mm -hmm. oh yeah he was totally robbed and the costume design come on the problem is that the movie was released too close to bohemian rhapsody so i don't know what Mm -hmm. happened there but i'm pretty sure that that tainted the way and it was people nominating just saw it and it kind of was the same director yeah because Dexter Fletcher fixed Bohemian Rhapsody, but Brian Singer ended up taking the credit. And Dexter Fletcher just did Rocket Man and had his name on it and everything. Mm. And I do feel Rocket Man is, was superior to Bohemian Rhapsody, even though that oh, live aid scene totally. gets me every time. So it was. Yeah. Check out Rocket Man if you haven't. And and just like the poses, I understand why we're un- upset that it got snubbed. Yes. Moving on to best director. Oh boy. So I predicted that it was going to be Sam Mendes because the category seemed to be pretty locked. And I just thought, why not? Why, why, sh- why is Sam Mendes not going to win the Oscar after he has won literally everything else? But I was wrong because Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho won. won the Oscar for director, and I started crying because that's when I knew that is, that's, yeah, just, it was the best moment of the night, hands down. So, yeah, thoughts? I just want to start yeah. doubting you. Yeah, we're sorry because, <laughs> I did anyone Sean here predict it? I did. You predicted Bond? I did on the oh. Sunday of the event. It, when I woke up, because I woke up with a feeling that he was going to win Best Director. So I changed it in my notes. In the episode, I felt it was locked of predictions, but when I woke up on Sunday, I was like, nope, I'm getting Bong Joon-ho. And I figured yeah. if Gabriela can get away with it, so can I. It was either going to be Shawn Mendes or Tostino Pizza. I never thought it was going to be Bong No, Bong I never I never thought, thought it would I be mean, Q-tip. I, no. I, I thought exactly. I never thought Q-tip. No, no, Q-tip didn't stand a chance. It was either Sam Mendes or Bong Joon-ho. And quite frankly, I'm kind of glad Q-tip did not win it, only because there are problems with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, not with the Bruce Lee depiction alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't the right film to win for him, Best Director. He has his tenth film coming up, which is allegedly his last. 
that's when I feel that he needs to turn out the product that will help him win that award. It was, it's not, it wasn't his time. That's just the truth. I'm sorry if you think so, but it wasn't his time. And if you loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm, I'm glad for you, sweetie. I'm so glad you liked it. However, it just wasn't his time. I love the Ode to Hollywood. Listen, I love an Ode to Hollywood. I grew up with watching Frank Sinatra films, Guys and Doll, etc. I understand, but it has its problems. And Sean Mendes, you know, you had a great oh run. Singer turned director, Sean oh Mendes. God. You know, I'm just happy that it's over because those jokes are done. So thank you. Not in the group chat, sweetie. Anyways. Oh my God. The more you can play, the worse it gets. I wasn't that, I mean, he wasn't even that upset because he's like, I already won all these yeah. other awards. Who cares? Yeah. He already has he an Oscar. Happy. Yeah. And, and I just love how Bong shouted out all the nominees when he quoted Martin Scorsese and then they gave him a standing ovation. That like, warmed yes. my heart so much. Yes. That, like, that was beautiful. This film, bro, this film, bro, here has rights. Yeah. Even though he shouted um, Tortellini, like, Tortellini did, like, they were friends way before. Yeah. And he was talking about his movies way before. But also, mm-hmm. remember at that one award show, the Writers Guild, where he was laughing and, tort- and Q-Tip looked at him really angry? And that was, I think that was like a meme for a bit. And I'm yeah. just here like, I think I someone think... backstage told Q-Tip, listen, you're, you can't look upset at the Oscars if this happens because no one will believe your friends. I think that's just his resting bitch face, like they say. <laughs> oh, very possible. Very yeah. possible. But someone cleared it up to him backstage because he was smiling at the Oscars. That's why mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, someone told him. Yeah, yeah. But can we talk about how when Bond won this category, Twitter went insane, saying, yeah. can this be it? It, Yeah. It, because, yep. yep. Yeah. No one expected it. I, I don't think any anyone was prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> I was ready. I was. I was uh, that category counts. Like, all right, Sam, get ready. Like, you can stand up from now. It, it's fine. And then they called Bong Joon-ho and I lost it. So... I'm well, very happy. Juan and I knew. Exactly. I'm sorry. Josie yeah. and I sorry. have rights. I have never been happier to be wrong. Yeah. Okay? I accept the defeat with grace. So I just want to publicly apologize to Bong. Yeah, we are <laughs> apologizing here. We are ashamed. Well, hold on. The Bong Hive is going to excuse Anna because of all the promotion that she did before award season when the movie Yo. came out, <laughs> hyping yeah. it up. And... Honestly, she'll be Anna will be fine. Thank you. Boy. You're welcome. You still have rights. I sign up the stand card. <laughs> your stand, your stand card's still fine. Yeah. So let's move on to actor in a leading role. Oh god. The category was pretty locked. Mm-hmm. I predicted it was going to be Joaquin Phoenix and he ended up winning. To the surprise of absolutely no one. So yeah, thoughts? All right. Yeah. It was pretty lost, but I really like how he took his moment for from the speeches to talk about important things. Yeah. His speeches progressively got better, and yeah. it softened the blow for how predictable award season was going to end up being for that category. And again, I liked that Joaquin Phoenix won, not Joker. Yeah, and as for Joaquin Phoenix, I still feel like Laura Dern overdue. There was a couple other roles where he could have won it, and he should have. But mm-hmm. they were rewarded him now, and now he has his his Oscar, and I'm happy for yeah. him. Yeah. And the happiest that I'm going to be is that after this award season, I will never have to get in a fight about Joker again. That is what makes me the most happy because until that sequel comes out, in which case, here we go again. Yeah, but also he's the second person to win an Oscar for playing the Joker after Heath Ledger for The Dark Knight, and that ties the character of Vito Corleone as the only character to result in two Oscar wins. Yeah. Okay. So anything we, else? Oh wait. Oh yeah. Rhett, we'd like to give a moment for Josie. Yeah. yeah. And oh my gosh, Josie, I have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that Leo <laughs> cursed Adam. No. No. <laughs> so my conspiracy theory is 
Josie's dream wasn't meant to happen at this Oscars, but at the next Oscars. So Josie got a glimpse into the future. Yeah. And well, that's why her dream is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I predicted the future. We just don't know when. Exactly. <laughs> and when it happens. Gonna, like it doesn't end here. We're going to keep campaigning. Of course. Until I leave this earth. <laughs> and then uh-huh. before, when he wins, you'll just pull out the tweet and be like, I knew it. Haha. <laughs> I'm just here campaigning for Amy Adams. I'm here for uh, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm, here, I'm here for Adam Driver and Manuel Miranda. That means that Amy Adams six nominations. Come on. Come on. Sharsha Ronan. We'll get to her. Amy Adams. Well, Amy Adams but has the way. woman in the window coming out this year. Yeah, that's I don't I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I like the book a lot, but I don't think the audience is going to get behind it. But, but who it's, knows? It's something. It, yeah. Maybe she gets a Golden Globe nomination. Something is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's won a few Golden Globes, so. Anyway. <laughs> also, Moving on. <laughs> so salty. Uh, Antonio yeah, Banderas, I'm, so... I'm so sorry. <laughs> you deserved. You deserved, son. <laughs> All right, let's go okay. on. So moving on to actress in a leading role. Another category that was pretty locked. Uh, I predicted it was going to be Renee Zellweger, and she ended up winning. So, yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it was pretty locked. Yeah, it was. There were no locked. surprises, and it was boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. her speech. Hmm. What did she say? I was. I got lost after a while. I really because did. I didn't oh. know if she lost me or I was drunk. You weren't drunk because she also <laughs> lost me. Um. Even Bandit was lost. He just said it. Anyways, uh, I got lost at one point. I was glad she won. She's the second person to win an acting award for playing an Oscar winner. But that speech, I I feel like her track record with speeches kind of went downhill, whereas Joaquin went uphill. I mean, it's kind of like when Matthew McConaughey won the SAG Award and he talked about Neptune and no one knew what the fuck was up was up with that yeah that's what it reminded me of (laughs) so yeah basically the same thing i know at one point she talked about the firefighters and our first responders and that then i got yeah she mentioned those words and i was like oh okay go on i think i I love checking my twitter in that moment (laughs) i love how when joaquin phoenix was giving his speech josie was lost and then she just texted to the group chat i heard inseminating a cow literally that's i didn't i i I still haven't heard the entire speech because i was so lost i'm like wait because i was with people that were talking and then I just hear inseminate a cow, and I'm like, do I want to know? So I just tuned out. My favorite part so of his funny. speech, though, was when he quoted his brother River. Oh my god, oh, yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. That was like, yeah. all right, this this was yeah. the perfect ending for Joaquin's yeah. award campaign. And it was also brave of him. Yes. You know? It was like really brave talking yeah. about his brother. Yeah, you know, it's with that tragic that Exactly. Happened. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. So if you want to know, you can just look it up. But yeah. yeah. But what a beautiful mm-hmm. moment um, from Joaquin. Yeah, it truly really was. Renee, congratulations. I still don't know what you said in your speech, but congratulations, yeah. girl. You got we're another Oscar. We're happy for Renee. What a comeback. <laughs> what a comeback, Renee. We're very happy for you. She is the comeback story of this award season. Yeah. And her character and mm-hmm. literally her acting was what made that movie. That's the truth. So congr- congratulations to her. Yeah. And now. So, now, we'd like to take a moment to talk to you about our sponsor, Anchor. The easiest way to make a podcast. And uh, we would also like to shout out a very important person from award season, and that is Bong Joon-ho's interpreter, Sharon Choi. She did amazing, and we are very proud of her as she wishes to pursue a career in filmmaking if i'm not mistaken yes Mm -hmm. after award season they had mentioned that she's going to pursue filmmaking yes and so so now that the oscars are over she can pursue it and we hope to see her win an oscar someday and we feel we'd love to support it it. (laughs) we love her 
Oh, we're we're down to the final award of the night. So it's the final countdown. By the by this point, I was stressed <laughs> because I was getting hope. But after last year with fucking Green Book, I was like, they're probably gonna pull some shit again. So I had predicted 1917 to win Best Picture because yeah. I was just too cynical and just didn't want to get my hopes up. So I decided to stick with 1917. You did. Picture. But at exactly 12.27 a.m. Puerto Rico time and 11.27 Georgia time where Josie is. <laughs> Jane you. Fonda stood on that stage and said. Looking spectacular. Amazing. Looking spectacular, by the way. We love Jane Fonda. Looked opened the card, looked into the audience, and said, Parasite. Wait, and... it was Parasite. <laughs> yeah. Such Parasite. a long pause. It felt like years. Yeah. She yeah. looked and at it twice. She, and I, she looked at that card and took the pause. I was like, Parasite won. Like, I just knew it. Yeah. She, it's just I like just she knew, knew it. Moment. She took a moment because she knew she was about to declare history. Mm-hmm. I think she and... wanted to savor the mo- the fact that she was the only was... one that knew. Yeah. <laughs> we love that, honestly. And yes, Parasite won Best Picture, becoming the first non-English movie to win the award, becoming the f- also becoming the first movie to ever win foreign film and Best Picture, as well as the first movie from Korea to ever be nominated and win at the Academy Awards. And pride is not the word I'm looking for, to quote Hamilton. Because, oh my God, I am so happy. I cried because Parasite was clearly the most deserving movie. It was the best movie out of all the nominees. And whoever says the the opposite, I will fight them. It was. Well, well, can, wait. Can I wait? I think the Academy knew what they were on stake. Yeah, if I they think they knew that if they fucked up again, like they fucked up last year, they knew they were going to be in trouble. Is that, so they, they knew I wasn't going to watch done. anymore. Is that it's also what we said last year. Not, not last year. Wow, someone said last year. My mind immediately changed. <laughs> Anyways, I'm tired. Um, it's like we've been saying this entire time. 1917 is a safe choice. There will always be a war film. And it got recognized in the categories that mattered. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Just no. I've, look, I don't like Tarantino. I've watched half of it. I can admit it's a good film. And even today in class, I was randomly thinking about it when we were talking about shots and scenes. And I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> so there's a hint of something that can be admired from it. However, the only other one I've seen is in Glorious Bastards and we can recognize it here. We've done it before. It's it's good. Okay. So, mm-hmm. at least let me not compare it to his other works and let me just compare it to the rest of the films for Best Picture. It was not the best thing out there, so it did not it deserve wasn't. to be Best Picture. It wasn't it the wasn't. worst thing out there either. No. It's, it, the yeah, worst one it, was Joker. We know that, <laughs> but it was the it's the weakest. Like, yeah, it was just movie. slow. And I, I know that that's his yeah. thing, but it was too slow for comfort. Mm-hmm. And it's his weakest script too. Like let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. But um, this was the moment where film poser Josie and I, we knew our recklessness paid off. And I felt yeah. like I was I felt so reckless because even before the award show I was tweeting from the film posters account like, Yeah, Bon Joon Ho and he returns to Korea and it was a video of Rihanna running to her fans. <laughs> After winning Thank this you for- picture, you're welcome. <laughs> and I tweeted that and then I started tweeting some other things about him winning and then Anna was tweeting some things too, so I started retweeting them from the film posters account and I'm like how embarrassing will it be for the film posters account to be like, yeah, this Paris, Paris, I this picture, and then it doesn't win. And then when it yeah. won, it was like, wow, we, d- like, people should take us seriously from now on. We're not film posers anymore. We're professional yeah. film posers. <laughs> <laughs> we There's a sense of professionality energy. in it. 
I tweeted yeah. anyway, be- Parasite for Best Picture, we riot. And, you know, that also was retweeted by the Film Posers account. And I feel like we all had the energy for it to win, to take it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That was it the moment Film Twitter lost it. Like, how how did you guys feel, like, the second Listen. I, listen. I recorded my reaction. <laughs> I recorded my reaction. <laughs> so, yeah. I just, I felt so relieved and so happy. And just, I was so proud. Uh, yeah. I was shaking. Yeah, I was shaking. I, I, I cried. <laughs> I just sat there on the floor and cried. I couldn't believe it. It was just great. Just the After thing the about show, this, I hugged yeah. my it Blu-ray finished, copy. It finished. It finished what Roma started. Yeah. And yeah. And just from the perspective of people that write in a different language, my scripts I write with multiple languages in them, and just to hear this is the first film to win best picture not in the English language and I'm just here like mom (laughs) (laughs) it was a beautiful moment it gives a a sense of hope absolutely for future like filmmakers and it should have put some American Hollywood directors on notice that this is not going to be a one-time only. No, no, no. They've broken the ground. They're in. Mm -hmm. So if they don't don't start making films up to par, it's going to be a nice award season for national films. And this is the one that broke through and and just finished with the conversation the same way Roma started it, like Gabriela said. Yeah. And Roma did make history, so... I'm very happy that Parasite did as well. And Parasite also took home the most awards that night with four. Four we Oscars. That. We love that. And the clown only got two. We love that. Mm-hmm. And lost nine awards. <laughs> we love that. And a um, nice little fact here. Black Panther has more Oscars than Joker with a yes. score of three to two. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Q-Tip lost eight awards and won two. I know you're gonna mention another one, and I don't want to hear it. Can you just skip, skip that one, skip it? How I don't about you hear just it. take it's, off your headphones for a minute? It's too painful to hear it. Oh my well, the people God. need to know the statistics, Gabriela. Oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my okay, God, do it. <laughs> do right? it quickly. Oh do it quickly. It's fine. Rip the band The Irishman went home oh. with zero awards. And Scorsese is now the first director to have two films hit double digits in nominations without a single win, known as Gangs of New York, and now The Irishman. How is that fair? Because Parasite well, exists. Mm. I, I'm not yeah. saying that Pero Irishman least... deserves Best Picture. I'm not saying that because it's not his best yeah. work. But at least one. Film editing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> editing. Marty. Like, Morty had a standing ovation yeah. thanks to, like, Bob. Yeah. Like, he recognized him. Yeah. So, at least yeah. something. Yeah, okay. something. And, yeah, I know Marty isn't going anywhere anytime soon, but... Yeah. He's not. We, and he still just, has stuff coming up. Yeah, he does. And I love his work. And he's one of my favorite filmmakers, so... Film, bro. I'm I'm not going to apologize for loving Marty Scorsese, okay? No one's going to tell you to apologize for loving Marty oh. Scorsese. I'm just saying the film, bro, it jumped out of you. It did. It I did. mean, he he has a movie coming out in 2021 called Killers of the Flower Moon with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Yeah. You know what? He's going to be fine. It's yeah. most likely going to get nominated again. And that's where he'll sweep. Hopefully. It, we're putting it out there into the universe. Yes. It's going to happen. But The Irishman, I would like to also take that moment to congratulate Netflix for really breaking through to award shows this yeah. season. Three no nominated thought... movies. Mm-hmm. Three nominated In movies. In the big categories. Yeah. Marriage Story, Irishman. And Klaus. It, and Klaus. And it. a lot of people didn't think Netflix would be able to do it. But they said, watch us. And we did. And it we did it. It made it onto the board. So now, 
just like international directors put Hollywood on notice, so did Netflix. Netflix has a couple of films already coming out this year. Look really good, like The Last Thing He Wanted with Anne Hathaway and Willem Dafoe, directed by Dee Reese. And quite frankly, Netflix could take up more spots next season. Who knows? Some people gotta get ready. Yeah. I think it's, I think with the, with Roma and the Irishman and Marriage Story, I think people are finally starting to realize that just because it's a streaming service, it doesn't mean that it can't release, like, you know, movies that they say are award-worthy. Yeah, the problem is that people already watch them with the prejudice that they're like, oh, like, for example, when we saw The King, which is a... (laughs) I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's not the best example to use, but this is usually the reaction you get when you watch a Netflix movie with people. And it's like, if you tell someone, oh, I thought it was good, and they're like, it was bad, you can tell it was a Netflix film. Like, what does that even mean? That's like the new, that's like now saying, it's like, you can tell it's a Lifetime original movie film. It's like, Uh what do you mean? I mean, I can't explain it, but I can tell when it's a Lifetime original movie. I just can't explain it. You're I've really seen good at so that. many. You have. I've seen so many. Because they recycle plots. Hey, Listen Dick all... is a classic. <laughs> yeah, okay, that one is a classic. <laughs> Gabriela and I can watch that drunk and we'll end up so happy. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie to watch drunk. And not who can forget Flowers in the Attic? Yo, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, yeah, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. The end of the trilogy also went home with zero awards. Don't feel too bad for Star Wars. The next trilogy could get back on there. You know, you have a lot of potentially great talent coming up on there. You have Taika potentially, Taika Waititi. You have potentially John Favreau taking over Star Wars. Star Wars is going to be fine. Don't worry about it. But it was a lot of history made at the Oscars this year. Yes. And awards season 2020 is over. Yeah. I am just so grateful that it wasn't a shit show like 2019. Oh, I was ready to I swear never... off award shows. Oh, yeah. yeah, same. I am just so happy it wasn't a shit show. Like, that we is... were bombarded that yeah. year. Mm-hmm. It was so bad last year. It was so bad. Also, we didn't mention this performance. Um, so I want to give a quick shout out. Janelle Monet opened oh, the show. That was, that was good. That is how I you open it. a show. And I love the nods to Midsommar and us, even though they were nowhere near being nominated, yeah. unfortunately. It was a big F you to the Academy. Yes. And oh my, it was so fantastic. It was a lot of yeah. fun. You can tell the crowd was into it. Yeah. It was so great. Danielle Monet, could you open that this award show like every year? Yeah. Just do that every year. No yeah. one will complain. And we and- also have uh, the guy who came in the middle to recap what happened. With the rap? Oh, yeah, he was great. And he said Ooh. that In the Heights is going to be nominated for 2021, and, it, and he's already manifesting it, and we love it. Oh, I'm sure it will. Make it, that happen. Can you imagine if it gold. wins? Can you imagine? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I will be crying for like, 11 the years. To, like... It I has, mean... okay, okay, this episode just turned into uh-huh. an In the Heights hype train. Hop on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Like it has hopefully it's John M. Chu, so hopefully it gets film editing done. Um you have sound, you have at least original Ooh. score and hopefully Lynn original is going song. To be ri- Lynn said he's going to be writing new songs for the movie. So you have original song potentially. But also that's what I'm saying. I think you have production design, believe but it or I not. Think, production I think, design, please. I think that the biggest, the the one it will go head to head will be West Side Story. That, oh yeah, of course. The Golden and, Globes is going to predict who's getting into the Oscars because they have the best and, musical category. Yeah, and I think that West Side Story carries more weight <laughs> due to it being Steven Spielberg. Yes, but hopefully, listen, I, who predicted Best Picture? We did. Exactly. Josie and Juan. <laughs> oh. Oh. We, we remember that it for and a it year. happened. Remember that even though I was proven wrong, I am still cynical when it comes to award season because I've lost too What many did times. that earn you so. this year? 
Nothing. <laughs> to be proven wrong, and I would love to continue to be proven wrong. Okay, also, but yeah. Let me if give you this next to mm-hmm. I think we should all have the ability to change our predictions at the last minute, like Gabriela does before <laughs> well, I, the okay. show starts. I'm just gonna <laughs> close this whole in the Heights and West Side Story debate. The go thing ahead, is go, that, go, go. for example, if they both enter awards season head-to-head which probably will happen and we have been predicting this since the first episode of film postage with the chaotic introduction this is something that that we'll definitely be seeing and i'm sure of it because these are two cultural phenomenons with heavyweight right Mm -hmm. now in the industry because you have steven spielberg trying to right wrongs with west side story and then you have lin-manuel miranda who is a cultural force to deal with Plus, it's just In the Heights. So right now, my thing is that I think In the Heights does have a chance of beating Steven Spielberg just because it is a film that's different. It's not a remake. And it has culture. Whilst it's going to be dealing with the politics of today, while still embracing the original story of the film and we're going to get new music and it's going like it, you see the trailer and you get emotional now yeah just to I be, cry every time. yeah it's hard not to but to be unbiased i'm just gonna say that a chance for west side story to win is because it is steven spielberg he's a well-known name um the academy probably loves him uh i think golden globes will be the hardest one well i mean the last time he was nominated for the post, he went home empty-handed. So, yeah, but that's different. Forget. People love West Side Story. People love fake Puerto Rican propaganda. That's true. But see, let's not forget that um, not only is Spielberg, like you said, a household name, so is Scorsese. And, and he uh, went home empty-handed. This is true. Mm. This is true. I'm and sorry, Scorsese- Dr. And The Irishman was one of the most hyped-up movies since it was announced. Exactly. And, and everyone like... thought it would be the one to win Best Picture, and then it lost at everything. So, and I do yeah. feel like when it comes to representation, mm-hmm. John M. Chu coming off Crazy Rich Asians, which handled that so well, yeah. I think he has a better grasp of how to deal with mm-hmm. representation. And I do feel like this could next year we are going to see in the Heights going far into awards season. So we're putting it out there already that the film poser's choice for award season 2021 is in the heights. Okay, maybe half of the film posers. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for everyone. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to see it go far, but I also want to say Wes Anderson. Oh, my God. Um, shit. French also, dispatch, baby. Uh, yeah. Really quickly, I said the guy who rapped. I want to give it. I want to say his name because he does deserve a shout out. I hope I don't butcher the name. I'm so sorry. Utkarsh. Ambudkar. He was in Pitch Perfect, Mindy Project, Barbershop 3, Britney Runs a Marathon. Yeah, Britney Runs a Marathon was intense. He deserved a shout out. He did. I, I wanted to make sure his name got out there. So I think we covered all the bases. Oh, yeah. Um, any last words before we go? We're just happy that it ended on a high note the awards season ended on a really good high note and we can only hope that next year will be the same that yeah more diverse please and please Please. recognize women please more diversity yeah despite the lack of recognition for female created content and just for them per se Because uh, a movie just doesn't direct itself. Am I right? <laughs> it's good to see celebration of culture, diversity, and we don't know how they voted or why they voted, but we're glad they voted this way. And yeah. a lot of people were happy. I had chats where people were celebrating and they're not into films the way we are. And yet they were tagging me like, Josie Paris, I won. And I'm like, yeah. So that battle cry is what everyone felt on film Twitter. And that's how you know something good happened. It was kind yeah. of a boring show. They're still trying to get their like footing and you can tell. But despite all that, there were some good highlights. There were some locked wins that were kind of boring, but there were also some good surprises. Yeah. And in the end, yeah. 
We were all happy. We were. Also, real quick, to those listening, just because award season's over, that doesn't mean you shouldn't check out some of these films. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Some of these are going to be available on streaming soon. And you really should take the time to check these out. Not because, you know, they got snubbed, but because they are important. They are worth watching. They are worth remembering. You know, the farewell you had. Hustlers. A beautiful Booksmart. day in the neighborhood. A beautiful, a beautiful day, day in the neighborhood. Which not that many Honey people Boy. went to go see in the Honey theaters. Boy. Honey Boy is available on Amazon Prime right now. Portrait of a Lady on Fire is coming out in the States this weekend. In the States. She's, I don't know about Puerto Rico. She's beautiful. She is. The, the Lighthouse. Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Please, if you're still on the Bonkai train, I invite you to watch his film order for you. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna out. check out yes. Snowpiercer soon. I'm excited. Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer is an Okja one of my on Netflix. Yeah, if you like Zodiac, please check out Memories of Murder. Ooh, and yeah, and Mother, and also check out Mother, please. <laughs> I can't say much about the Barking Dogs Never Bite because I haven't seen it, but those four, please check it out. <laughs> yes. Also, Film Posers 2021, uh, Critics' Choice Awards. Can you let us be voters? Hi, Please. we promise we'll provide you good content. Exactly. Yeah. And we'd For love to be at the award it. show. <laughs> I'll have a suit ready. You can dress me if you want. We, you can dress us all. You, you can pay for our hotel. <laughs> no, you're asking I'm for too much. On the red, I, okay, I'll pay for the hotel for myself. And I'll pay for my own flight. But you can invite us on the red carpet. You okay. can have someone ask us, who are we wearing? I think we're done here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 2021 film posers. Yeah. That's all for today's episode. We'd like to thank you for listening and to give a shout out to all the kind people sending love our way. And if you'd like to keep up with us and you haven't, what are you doing? Make sure to follow us at film yep. posers on Instagram and Twitter. And also, I can't say tune in to our special episodes because they're over Nah, i'm just kidding we have a <laughs> bonus episode coming up soon it is unscheduled so please follow us on our social media platforms so you can find out about these we're going to be talking about birds of prey that Yay. is a conversation yes <laughs> three-fourths of the posers have seen it two of us have seen it twice already we, there's a lot we gotta say i'm gonna see it february 11th T- tomorrow oh I've already seen it. Fine. Twice. Yes, tomorrow. I was trying to be vague. Sorry, since people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. February. I've 11th. already seen. I've already seen it twice, and I loved it each I, time. So. I think I have plans to see it for a third time. I just don't know when. Excellent. Save it for I'm the next home. episode. Oh yeah. I, I don't think I'll watch it by then, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, again, thank you for listening, and remember, we're all film posers. Bye. 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 Bye.